Live or love the Western lifestyle? Then Wheeler's Western Outfitters and Bernie is your dream store. Hi, I'm Dale Garner. With 40,000 square feet, find a full line of hats, boots, trendy women's boutique, hunting gear, high-end horse trailers, and feed for your dogs, horses, and livestock. We believe in quality products, honest advice, and friendly service. It is the Wheeler's way of life. That's Wheeler's Western Outfitters, IH10, and Bernie, or Wheeler'sTX.com. Discover a new perspective. God and our dogs. God and our dogs. Welcome to God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. Join us online at GodandOurDogs.com. Subscribe, share, and stay. Now here's your host, Meg Greer. Welcome to God and Our Dogs. This is Meg Greer, your host. Our vision on God and Our Dogs is to rely on God the way our dogs rely on us. How does it happen? The same way our other relationships grow. Spending time together learning about one another, developing trust, and experiencing transformation. Stories shared on God and Our Dogs bring aha moments. We begin to see ourselves from God's perspective. You can find us at GodandOurDogs.com and on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook at God and Our Dogs. Check out our posts at hashtag God and Our Dogs. Well, actually, we have four guests today on God and Our Dogs. And in January, I promised you that we would have theme packs, shows featuring guests from previous God and Our Dogs shows with similar themes and topics. The theme for today is business people. Our guests have fascinating insight into ways their dogs help them see both God and business in a new way. Our guests today, in order of appearance, are Dan Liberto, a business and life coach, Sanda Coyle, author of the book Surviving in a Dog-Eat-Dog World, Amy House, CEO of the business consulting firm Growing Out Loud Darlin, and Raymond Lunsford of the Dinger Trading Company in Bernie. You will hear some interesting stories and insights about life with our dogs, in business, and most importantly, God today. I hope you will listen to each show's podcast again for additional takeaways. We begin with Dan Liberto today. Like many parents, he became responsible for his daughter's dog, Bear. Bear gave him some unexpected insight Bear was about uh, my daughter's dog and totally untrained, an absolute beautiful dog. Uh, but this dog was totally untrainable, and this dog steps into the phase of my life I would call the prodigal. And so I, I kind of, you know, I had been some, you know, spent so much time raising girls and done everything for the family. It, and I don't want your your uh, listeners to think this was a midlife crisis because it wasn't. It was me just wanting to start and create something myself. But I created my own crisis. <laughs> Yeah. Well, Dan, we're here with Dan Liberto, and I think that definitely we all can identify with creating our own crises. <laughs> yeah. Well, this dog exemplified exactly that, because from day one, this dog uh, showed up, no discipline. We needed restraints and everything, constraints and everything else for, for bear. So we did actually put up an invisible fence, 
And the amazing thing is, uh, the first day we went out there to test this invisible fence, the, the dog backed away like it's supposed to, backed away like it's supposed to, and everything was fine. Then all of a sudden, bolted right through it, and you could just hear him yelping all the way down the road as he continued Ow. to run toward freedom. But, you know, that was a message to me that uh, was I was I not doing the same thing with my Heavenly Father? Sometimes <clears throat> borders are good. Invisible Absolutely. fences can be good. How do you see God in that? Well, so that's that's what I was kind of saying is in this period in my life, that's exactly what I had done. The crisis I had created is I had run through my invisible fence, the uh, the values, all the all the values and the foundation and the belief system that the Lord had established me during the uh, ginger period and the fatherhood, I'd started to chuck a little bit about uh, a little bit of that in this prodigal phase. And I saw that in ginger. I mean, this dog used to run. I mean, he'd, we'd go chase him down just like our heavenly father chases us down. Right. And you could just see, you know, it's the funniest thing in the world. You could see this little white head popping up through all the uh, weeds as they go running through. And, uh, you know, that's me. That was, that was me during that period, you know, popping up, you know, every once in a while checking, you know, is the Lord, is he still there? Is he still there? I'm doing my own thing. Is he still there? Is he still there? I'm doing my own thing. But it was a real blessing because sometimes you don't realize the things that you're doing and how they impact you and how they, re- how they impact your relationship mm-hmm. with the Lord. That's so true. And it, when you said that Bear broke through the invisible fence, and yelped down the road as he ran towards freedom. Is that really running towards freedom? No, the fact that he was yelping indicates that it was not running toward freedom. <laughs> and so, um, but, but that's the thing. We, we, we get this vision in our, in our heads about what is best, you know, but we know that um, we try to plan our own steps but the Lord really plans those steps, and he puts lights on the steps that he wants you to do. And so this was clearly a phase uh, where I was a prodigal. And the interesting thing is it, the first two dogs with Flame and Ginger, I think like we talked, uh, I could clearly see the, uh, the nature of the Lord. I could see that in Bear, I was seeing myself. Isn't that interesting how we can see different reflections Uh, based on where we are in our lives and maybe who God puts in our life. It may not be people. It could be a dog. Yeah, absolutely. As we have discovered in one way or another, life and business are not straight lines. Boundaries keep us from wandering too far off track. Well, that was Dan Liberto. And if you want to hear more of Dan's show... It was show number 103, and you can find that on godinourdogs.com forward slash listen. Now let's hear from Sanda Coyle, author of Surviving in a Dog-Eat-Dog World. To leash or to be unleashed? Sometimes that is the I get question. out his leash and leash his neck and open up the garage door and hit the garage door button. He goes flying out the door and he gets to the edge of the carport and immediately chokes himself because the (laughs) leash is at its end. I think we can all have a picture of that in our minds. (laughs) And then he starts that horrible guttural sound that he makes. And, you know, I'm sure passerbys in my neighborhood think I'm choking this poor dog. They think, oh my gosh, what is Santa doing to Sam? And then I have to pat him on the side and then pretty soon he writes himself and then he's okay and can take his walk. 
Sam is proof that it is better to be unleashed than led. And I wrote about it in Lesson 10 in my book because it's true in life and it's true in business and it's certainly true in faith. Mm-hmm. Well, tell me what your business insight is first so people can kind of relate that. I, I had an opportunity to hire someone uh, when I was working at Clear Channel, taking them through iHeart, the iHeart transition. I was the SVP of strategic marketing for them and it, it was a phenomenal job working with incredible people. And I needed to hire someone, and I had someone who came highly pedigreed, just incredible background, references like you would not believe from very prominent people. And I really believed that she was going to be exactly what I needed to help me manage our small but nimble four-person department who handled 1,600 radio stations. Wow. But what happened was we got really busy. And when you get really busy, and there were only three of us working, and she was supposed to be the point person on so many tasks. And you'd see her on the computer playing solitaire, or you'd see her checking her Facebook, or you'd see her texting someone. And I'm the type of manager that literally manages with reins versus spurs. I believe you rein somebody in, you let them run free, you make it very clear what they want to, you want them to do, and then if you have to pull them in on the little chain every once in a while, that's okay. Versus having to kick them in the side and trying to prod them along to get them to do their job. Because I hired this person to do their job and clearly she would not do her job. And when asked, because I was also one of those people that would put together a performance improvement plan to make sure that we were all on the same page, she said, but just tell me what you want me to do and I'll do it. Yeah. And very eager to please. Sam proves that if the leash if he's on a leash, he's not going to be happy. And with her, I need, I wanted her to be free and unleashed to do her job and be able to identify what needed to be done. Right. Execute. Execute. Mm-hmm. And as a manager, I have prided myself on uh, surrounding myself by intelligent, wonderful people that were smart, far more intelligent than I was. And I hired smart people and I managed smart people. And They all did their jobs. And this one kind of stumped me. Yeah. Well, do you think, Sanda, uh, that God gives us a step-by-step instruction list like your employee wanted? Well, God gives us the Bible. Right. But I want to talk specifically because, you know, people think that God has us on a leash, that he leads us. We use that term, he leads me. He leads me by still waters, etc. But in New Testament... Once Jesus came and God appeared on earth as man, and then Jesus died, then the whole, I'm going to say it, it, it's going to come out not as certainly religious as people would like to hear, but the whole ballgame changed because all of a sudden we are not, we're unyoked. He gives us the tools. He gives us the intelligence. He gives us his word. He gives us, through relationship with him, the Holy Spirit working through us. We have everything we need to stay in relationship with him and be able to be unleashed. I say that, but when we go rogue, when we don't do what God asks us to do or tells us or instructs us in his instruction book, the Bible, then God will 
move our head in a different direction. Yeah. So by being unleashed, I don't want someone to think that they should just be going rogue. That is not what I mean by any means. It's having the freedom and knowing and having the rules, if you will, the, the instruction book of knowing which direction to go in. Right. I know that if I approach a business dealing and I approach it in the right way, and, you know, I pray about it before I go into a meeting, and I pray for the companies even when we don't work for them because, you know, for God to, to work in their lives. I, I, I know that when I get into that business meeting, the right decision will be made of whether you're going to work with me or you're not, whether I can help you or I can't, because I'm being led by, by, I'm being led by the Holy Spirit. Right. But I'm not being leashed by the right. Holy Spirit. And it also, I think having that attitude helps um, when we do hear no's. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know, you've probably had these experiences too. And sometimes those no's you learn maybe two or three years later, golly, that was a good thing. It didn't happen that way. And uh, so having that experience that you can build on gets back to that relationship. And yes, make your supplications known, but if the answer is no, that's still probably a really good answer, even though at the time it may not seem like it. And that's the point. It's an answer. Yes. People who say, God didn't answer my prayer. Oh, yeah, he did. He just didn't answer it the way you wanted it. Uh, According to your plan or (laughs) my plan. We call it the book of my first opinion. I loved Sanda's insights about believers having freedom along with the guidance and direction if we are willing to seek it. One of our directions is to pray without ceasing including our business dealings. Well, that was Sanda Coyle's show, and you can find that at godinourdogs.com forward slash listen, and she is show number 106. Well, before we get to the stories from Amy House and Raymond Lunsford, I'd like to tell you about our sponsor today, Wheeler's Western Outfitters. Wheeler's Western Outfitters has an amazing selection for anyone who ranches, owns dogs, cattle, horses, participates in 4-H, or just enjoys feeding the deer. Find a full line of hats, boots, clothing for men, women, and kids, beautiful jewelry, hunting gear, high-end horse trailers, and feed for your dogs, horses, and livestock. They have great products and advice, plus... They greet you with a smile and a helpful attitude. Wheeler's Western Outfitters, IH10 in Bernie or wheelerstx.com. God and Our Dogs has great sponsors. Kendall County Abstract, Wheeler's Western Outfitters, Cibolo Family Medicine, The Rivers Team with Phyllis Browning, and Cibolo Creek Vet Hospital. Because of them, we get to give one of our lucky listeners a treat each month. This month, it is a $100 Amazon gift card. So go to our website, GodInOurDogs.com, to enter. The winner will be announced there at the end of each month. That's GodInOurDogs.com for an Amazon gift card treat. Hi. 
Hi, this is Dwayne Rivers with the Rivers team at Phyllis Browning. This is God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. We are back on God and Our Dogs. This is Meg Greer, your host. Our show is a theme show today about business people. We are featuring stories and insights from four of our previous guests. Our guests in order of appearance are Dan Liberto, a business and life coach, Sanda Coyle, author of the book Surviving in a Dog-Eat-Dog World, Amy House, CEO of the business consulting firm Growing Out Loud Darlin, and Raymond Lunsford of the Dinger Trading Company in Bernie. Before the break, we heard from Dan Liberto and Sanda Coyle regarding lessons they learned about life, business, and most importantly, God. Our next guest is Amy House, business coach and CEO of Growing Out Loud Darlin. Amy adopted two rescue dogs, Siri and Cooper. Their personalities were quite different and reveal and some lessons for us. A lot us. of times as Christians, we're not as bold as maybe we should be about our faith or as bold in the mission field that God gives us. And whether that mission field is repairing cars or whether that mission field is being the meteorologist on television, that we're given a mission field and we're not always super bold about that. Um, we're a little cautious and we stay super close and we hide a little bit. And, I, and Siri kind of reminds me that... Um, God wants me to be a little bit bold. Well, and I think of Cooper uh, uh, and how he he was so exuberant <laughs> and um, just lived his life. Yes. And through that exuberance, uh, he was attractive. Yeah, he's it's like it's you know, we're, we're told to be the light unto the world. Well, um, which is brighter, right? Which candle is brighter? One that uh, lets its flame dance joyously or one that kind of keeps it sheltered and controlled and and doesn't really let it take on the warmth uh, in the darkness that it needs to be. And I think um, those are just examples for me of who, what they remind me of that relationship with God, our lives as Christians, who we're supposed to be. Yeah, they're, they're pretty big reminders for me day in and day out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's true. It's, it's fun to have such two different dogs um, they fill out your life and your family in different ways. In some ways, you kind of grieve for one, mm-hmm. um, but isn't that how life is? Uh, we have there's so much to to be sad that somebody's not living into their potential. Yeah, it is. I mean, it, you know, in our case, Cooper has passed on, um, but we don't remember that with sadness. Um, we remember that with joy, right? Right. right. Um, and we celebrate the little life that he, he had for as long as we, he was a part of our family. We celebrate Siri's life too. Um, it doesn't mean that we don't wish that she enjoyed her life as much as Cooper seemed to enjoy his, but I'm sure in her own way, she has gratitude for where she's at, knowing that from the background that she came from. Um, and so, yeah. Yeah, and I think it's a good reminder too, especially for parents that your kids are their are their own person. Mm-hmm. In this case, both your dogs were their own dog. That's correct. And they lived life and are living life to the max that that they can live that mm-hmm. at this point. Siri may not be Cooper, right. and and that's okay. 
Well, and just like God, um, we love her no matter what unconditionally. Mm-hmm. Um, our love for Cooper and Siri, it's not more for Cooper and less for Siri. It's the same. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's it's accepting them where they are. And I, I thank God every day that he accepts us where we are. Because, man, there are just some days that I let him down. As Amy's story points out, Siri was timid, having many fears she could not shake, while Cooper was exuberant. Each filled Amy's life in a different way. How much richer would life be if we had empathy for those in our business and personal lives? Additionally, how reassuring to know God will use us to benefit others and draw them closer to him, whatever our situation. And if you'd like to hear more from Amy House, check her out. Episode 109 on godandourdogs.com forward slash listen. Our last lesson about God, dogs, and business is from Raymond Ludsford, owner of Bernie's Dinger Trading Company. Enjoy the story of old dogs. Well, one of the stories that you have about your country dogs is really a story that your dad told about the dog that ended up being called... Old dog. That old dog is dead... Dad um, would speak all over the state. He sold. Um, he did so well selling insurance. They'd ask him to speak. They said, "How can a guy sell that much insurance in a town of three thousand people?" But he did it every year. Uh, but one of the stories we lived out on the um, farm and ranch, and a lot of people will, if, if you live out in the country, and and some people don't want a dog, they'll drop it off out on out on a dirt road or something. So a lot of times these dogs would wander up to the house because they're looking for food or something. Mm-hmm. So one time this dog started wandering up in the house and we didn't need another dog, but he wouldn't get up, he wouldn't even get close to the house. If dad walked out the door, that dog would tuck his tail between his legs and run as quick as he could. He was scared of something, but something prior to being there. So uh, anyway, we didn't want to, another dog so one time he started getting a little bit closer and one way you get those dogs away is you shoot at them with the shotgun far enough away that it'll just kind of pepper their behind and uh, so dad walked out the door with that gun but that dog was uh maybe that happened before because he couldn't even dad couldn't even get a shot off yeah and uh, so but as time went on now mom started putting some food out for old dog and old dog started coming up to the porch, and mom told dad to leave him alone. And um, and and old dog, dad described him. He was his ears weren't on straight. He looked like he'd been run over by a car. Most yeah. of the hair on his body was off when he came up. But as more and more time went on, mom fed this dog and and would pet him and. Uh, the dog started changing. Now, when Dad would walk out the door, the dog would still run. But as time went on, he got used to Dad, and Dad tells that story because that dog started looking more like a a dog. He started Uh growing his hair back. When Dad would leave in the morning, that dog would go, like, have a good day. Wow. And then uh, when he would come back, he was wagging his tail in the same way. He'd he'd see dad and go, and I'm so glad you're home. (laughs) And um, 
And so Dad, we told that story, and he said, what changed that dog? And he'd hesitate just like I did, and then he'd say, love changed that dog. Yes. Love changed that dog. That And in the same way God's love changes us, we may be, our ears are not right or been run over several times or lots of things happen in life. And uh, But God's love can make us right again, getting us to look good and so we can... So we can go a, roo, 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 be happy. <laughs> That's right. Oh my gosh, what a, what a powerful story, and it makes it even more powerful because it really happened, and you could really see that transformation and the difference, the love that your mom showed that dog. Uh, what a difference that made, and what a difference love makes in our life too. Yes, everybody's life. We all need to be loved and. And love is the best way. It's um, We all need to be loved. We all need to share love and be loved. What fascinating insights from Raymond Ludsford. Love changes us and our attitude about people and situations. If we want to pursue God, our dogs teach us that we must love first, just as God does. If you would like to hear more fascinating country dog stories from Raymond Lunsford, go to GodInOurDogs.com forward slash listen and check it out. Episode number 117. Thank you, Dan Liberto, Sanda Coyle, Amy House, and Raymond Lunsford for sharing your stories with us. The overall message to me in these stories about dogs, business, and God is love. The love God has towards us gives us boundaries, freedom, and empathy. God also gifts us with love so that we can share with others through prayer, discernment, and our God-given gifts, whatever they are and wherever we are. So that leads me to a thought to ponder. Yes, P-A-W-N-D-E-R. If love is the base of our relationship with God and with others, how can I love others more effectively through my business relationships and in life? Let me know what you think after pondering. Email stories at godinourdogs.com. This is Meg Greer. You've been listening to God in Our Dogs. I appreciate all of you and thank you for joining us. Listen to God and Our Dogs again on your favorite podcast site or GodInOurDogs.com. If you have a neat story about God and your dog, send an email to stories at GodInOurDogs.com. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn on God and Our Dogs or hashtag God and Our Dogs. Please join me again next week for some new perspective for relying on God the way our dogs rely on us. Discover a new perspective. God and our dogs. God and our dogs.com. Live or love the Western lifestyle? Then Wheeler's Western Outfitters and Bernie is your dream store. Hi, I'm Dale Garner. With 40,000 square feet, find a full line of hats, boots, trendy women's boutique, hunting gear, high-end horse trailers, and feed for your dogs, horses, and livestock. We believe in quality products. 
honest advice and friendly service. It is the Wheeler's way of life. That's Wheeler's Western Outfitters, IH10, and Bernie, or Wheeler'sTX.com. 